Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vodacy Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore. And today, I'm really, really excited. We've got a special guest and one of my top advisors and a great friend at this point. And his name is Mike Pine with Pine & Co. CPAs. Mike does all of our taxes and is really a specialist when it comes into understanding tax planning and using taxes actually as a wealth building strategy. And I know that's an kind of an odd thing for me to say. I know it's probably not for Mike, but for me, that was a, that was a concept that I never really never really understood until you know recently that that tax planning is really a great wealth building strategy and we've got some really fun things and some pretty great advantages on the short-term rental side of life so i asked mike to join us today on the uh, podcast and we're going to dive into some of that with him so mike thank you for joining us and welcome thank you thanks for having me i really enjoy working with you and a lot of the odyssey members and you're right taxes are a great way to build your wealth awesome yeah if you do it right like if, if we do it correctly, right? We talk about, I know you talk about this a lot, Mike, and it was a, a concept that really, uh, that, that I started really latching onto and was introduced to from you is the you know, tax planning versus, you know, being proactive with your taxes and tax planning is critical if you really want to take advantage of all of those different opportunities and incentives and loopholes and things that we can do with the tax laws in place and use it as a strategy instead where most people are just reactionary. And I was reactionary for a lot of my career. Absolutely. So when you consider the tax code, less than 1% of the entire tax code, um, that's 80,000 plus pages of documents, less than 1% of that tax code actually applies to the levying of taxes. The other 99 plus percent all apply to incentives, incentives that the government's trying to incentivize us to help grow the economy and those provide us tax opportunities. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. And we've seen it uh, firsthand with our group. In fact, the, the, uh, the title to this episode is how uncle Sam can pay your down payment on your short-term vacation rental. So we're going to, they can, you know, we've seen it effectively reduce your tax liability by more than your down payment amount on these properties in that first year. And so that's really exciting because you're basically net zero into these properties. And that's one thing that I really started to realize recently, the last few years of my career was when you really pay attention to high net worth individuals and wealth people, you know, wealthy people, and they, they just, they have access to the same things that we all do. They, they're, their understanding and their teams and their advisors understand it at a, at a deeper level and understand how to take advantage of that 99% of some of those things written down instead of, um, instead of just being reactionary and, and operating on the surface level, really understanding the back end of all this, it, it's hugely beneficial. Um, and, and so as we, so let, let's unpack that a little bit. Just let's take a 30,000 foot view, if we don't mind, and, and really talk about, let's talk about just that concept. And, and if you don't mind, I'll just ask you questions along the way, but I'll let you, um, I, I want to hear from you what that looks like. If I came to you, Mike, and said, hey, Mike, I'm really thinking about investing. I heard this guy, Sean, on a podcast. And, you know, he said that some of his members and, you know, people that they're working with and working with you are effectively able to get their, you know, reduce their tax liability by the amount of a down payment on a house. How does that happen? 
Um, I'll use an example of an actual client of ours for last year. He was a physician, made super high wages, had no way to offset his income. He was a W-2 physician, um, was making over a million dollars a year. And he found a property just outside of Destin. It was a $1.1 million property. He bought it with $110,000 down, 10% down, ended up getting a tax deduction of almost $400,000 and reduced his taxes by $140,000. So he got a $140,000 reduction in taxes, he put $110,000 down on the house, the government subsidized it, paid for his down payment and gave him $30,000 to do. It's real, it happens, it works. So, so how, so let's unpack that. If I was in that situation, what would be my steps to, to do something like that? Like what, what does it take to be able to put something like that in place? Is it available to everybody? Is it limited to certain situations? Like, how does that work? It's mainly available to anyone. Um, as long as you're paying taxes, if you're paying high taxes, then you get the tax benefit. If you're not paying taxes, then it doesn't you're not, really you're work. Not a, yeah, you're not getting a refund for your, for your down payment. Right, exactly. So, I mean, I, to start off, I know it sounds self-serving, but you need to get educated about the process and about how to run a vacation rental. We've had lots of clients over the years that went into this willy-nilly, didn't educate themselves. They bought one, they got the great tax benefit, but it never cash flowed positive of being costing a lot of money. So you don't only want to just get a tax deduction or a tax reduction. You want to provide yourself positive cash flow and get a return on your investment. And that's where this can be so powerful by getting the tax benefit to pay off a down payment on a property and turn it into a income generating and wealth building asset for you is awesome. So start off with the education. And once you do that, then you need to line up financing. So as we've talked with a lot of people in your group, you can get 10% down financing on a vacation home. You don't have to pay the 20 or 25% that most mortgage brokers will tell you you need to do for a, a business property. You find a financer, 10% down. You find a, a good realtor, hopefully someone that's focused on vacation rentals and knows what they're doing. You find the property, run the due diligence on it, and you realize, hey, this is going to make money. And you get the financing, you buy it, you all operate it. You spend material participation time, which we can get more granular later on in the cast. As long as you actively and materially participate with the property, then you're eligible for this deduction. Now, the big deduction that you get in this first year comes from what we call bonus depreciation. Um, I don't know if you want to get real granular into it right now, but basically- Yeah, no, let's, let, yeah, let's explain what bonus depreciation is and, and, and why that would be the case. Sure. So every asset has a useful life. The IRS says a residential property, real property, has a 27 and a half year useful life. So what they let you do, it's depreciation is this magical, magical deduction. What they let you do under normal circumstances is take 127th and a half of the cost of that building or property and take that as a deduction each year on your tax return. But that's over 27 years. It's not a huge deduction if you get it that way. So bonus depreciation allows you to depreciate 100% right now for this year and next year, and it starts going down in 2023 um, and phases out over a few years. But bonus depreciation law allows you to take an immediate 100% deduction on all assets that have a useful life of 15 years or less. So a residential real property has a 27 and a half year useful life. 
But in that residential real property or in that vacation rental, you have things like countertops, you have things like flooring, you have HVAC ducting, you have wiring, you have fixtures, um, you have all kinds of things, appliances. They all have a life, useful life of less than 15 years or less. So you go and we find a cost segregation engineer. What they do is they go in and it's basically an engineering study, but they pull out using IRS prescribed and allowable methods. They pull out all those different components of the property. And generally speaking, for a freestanding single residence property, you can get between 25 to 35% of that property, the value um, as 15 year or less property. So you buy a million dollar property, not counting the land, you can't depreciate land, but you buy a million dollar property, you're gonna get somewhere between 250,000, $350,000 allocated to short-term life assets, shorter than 15 years. And those you get to depreciate immediately in the tax year, in the year you place the property at the service. And so when you depreciate them, so you take that 250 or that $300,000 depreciation as a bonus depreciation, then what do you do with that? What does that mean? What does that dollar amount mean? That is a deduction on your tax return. And again, if you actively participate in this and qualify for material participation rules, it reduces your income by that amount. By $250,000, $350,000. So if you're paying a high tax rate, say you're paying 37% taxes, next year it's going to go up to 39.6. If you're paying a high, ta high tax rate, um, whatever that $300,000 or $250,000 or $350,000 is multiplied by that 37%, that is your reduction in taxes. And that's where we get this huge, huge benefit, huge, huge reduction in taxes and get your down payment paid for in most cases. Yeah. So, so that's how you get, let's say a million dollar property. You put the, the 10% down. Let's just keep the numbers e easy. 10% down there's a hundred thousand dollar down payment on that property. I make $300,000. I get a third, you know, I get a $300,000, you know, depreciation um, bonus depreciation from that property. I have a taxable loss on my taxes to offset my $300,000 of income. I'm not, now I'm essentially paying a net zero instead of a hundred and something thousand dollars on a 37% tax rate. And now uh, instead of paying the uncle Sam, that $110,000, I was able to use that and keep that in my pocket for my down payment on the property I just bought. And so I, I have a net zero into the property. If I didn't buy it, I would have paid Uncle Sam. If I did buy it, I own an asset that's that's producing a you know cash flow producing asset. Exactly, exactly. So it really works. It's it's yeah. exciting to see. I got <laughs> clients that come in and they they're asking about this. They don't believe it. And when they file that tax return and they get that tax refund and it's more than their down payment, they're like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And it really is amazing. It's it's it it's awesome. I mean, we've seen it over and over and over again, and we which is why we're, you know, we get so excited about it. And I wanted to have you on this episode because it's not, you know, this isn't something you're going to go do by yourself. I mean, most people are going, you're going to need an advisor that understands this. Your tax advisor may have never done anything like this. And so, um, you know, at the end of this show, we're going to make sure you all have the ability to get a hold of Mike and his team and uh, where they can, and that he's going to be gracious enough to offer a free consultation so you can talk about this if you're in a situation like this. But if you are a high income earner and you're paying taxes, real estate is a great way to be able to write off against your against your other earned income. And that's a key point too, right? Mike, most, most people kind of have a general understanding that real estate is a good tax write-off and a good tax 
um, you know, it, it can it can serve a lot of purposes on the tax side. But a lot of times, those losses are only available to be, to be taken against other passive income, not against earned income. Correct. Correct. And so most people understand. A lot of people understand that real estate tax, real estate losses, or real estate deductions might not be available to them because they're not real estate professionals. And yeah. that's true. If it's a real estate professional activity, you can only utilize those losses to offset other income if you're a real estate professional. Yeah. And that's a hard, hard thing to achieve for people who have a day job. Um, it's, it's, it's almost impossible if you have a full-time day job. Yeah. So the cool thing about short-term rentals is the IRS decided and, and lobbied Congress to make a law that says, any property that's average lease length is seven days or less is not considered a real estate professional activity. It's just a normal trader business, which opened up the door for vacation rentals to, to create deductions for taxpayers that can't be real estate professionals. It's normal trader business. You can take those losses as long as you have a few different things, but as long as you mainly materially participate in it. And the IRS tells you what, what active material participation is and there's a few hurdles that you can meet there's a safe harbor amount but if you materially participate in it you can take those losses and offset your other income now after the first year that you materially participate and you offset your income you don't have to keep materially participating in it you can turn it in purely a passive cash flowing machine um, that physician that i explained earlier um, in the example he's doing this every year now so he bought the first property he and his wife material participated they got the safe harbor amount. Safe harbor is if you can spend 500 hours a year on this activity, and no one else can spend more time on the activity than you and or your spouse. But they got that. They got the deduction, got the additional 30000 bonus from Uncle Sam. And they turn around in the next year, and they turn that vesting property into a, a purely passive income. It's got a full turnkey management company running it. And they bought a property out in, in Colorado in the mountains, and they're doing the same thing this year. And this year, they're going to get the same benefit. A little bit more expensive a property, so they're going to get a bigger, benef a bigger tax benefit. But the down payment's going to be covered by Uncle Sam. And this year, since he knows he's doing it, he was able to with, with reduce his withholding out of his W-2. So he actually has the cash in hand now. He doesn't have to wait for a tax refund next year. It's awesome. And that's where, I mean, we're essentially, you're, we're seeing people take one down payment and parlay it into property every single year and be able to not have to always save up for that next down payment because they're able to, they're able to just kind of keep parlaying that same money into a property every single year, which is really exciting. And it's a great strategy to be able to take advantage of if you're in that situation, correct? Exactly. I mean, that's using the tax laws and the incentives provided in our tax laws to generate net wealth. I mean, you can right. grow your wealth. Imagine buying a million dollar property every year for 10 years. At the end of 10 years, you own $10 million properties that most likely have appreciated greatly and they're spending off cash. And yeah. suddenly you don't have to work so hard at your day job and you can focus more on these properties and yeah. growing your portfolio more. Right. And, and, and this is what we don't talk a lot about this side of life um, publicly and on the front end of what we do. Right. Because first of all, I'm not an, I'm not a, tax professional. I have you on my team as an advisor that takes care of all that for us. And we're careful not to, you know, to, not to overstep our expertise when we're out there talking, but as you know, when you start to parlay this with this, some of these other things that we're talking about, because we're talking about building wealth, investing in vacation homes, and really following that step-by-step -step process that you kind of talked about before, where you just 
have a plan, be able to analyze the properties, make sure that they're going to be cash flow producing assets. And you're able to take one down payment. And like you said, buy a million dollar property or whatever that dollar amount is for you, buy a property every single year for 10 years, and you're making money with them. And you just can, and, and you've got this benefit on the back end with the tax advantages as in using the tax laws as a wealth building strategy is something that is, that is definitely new to me. And I know that it's new to a lot of the people who we talk to because not very many people know this or do this. And it's really exciting. And you want to talk about accelerating your net worth and accelerating your wealth building and that lifestyle and financial freedom. This is, this is a strategy that can just put this on overdrive. And it's really, really exciting and available to most people that, you know, like you said, anybody that is making, you know, earned income that they have, they're paying taxes on, which usually those are the people that qualify to buy properties. So right. you know, it, it's, a, it's a great win. And this is not anything, it's not shady. It's not, you know, it's not in the gray area at all. This is a very, th these are very specific rules and that we can follow and take advantage of, correct? Correct. And they're tried and true with the IRS and the IRS recognizes them and allows them. So yeah. it's, it's a good deal. I also want to add in on, on growing your net worth and your wealth. If you're getting properties and you're able to manage them to get 20% cash on cash um, return, all you have to do is buy five properties and suddenly those properties are providing you enough money to buy another property each to each year. So yeah. if you're able to buy one out of your own cash and you're able to buy one from the, the rentals that are creating cash for you, now in year six, you buy two, year seven, yeah. you buy two. So you could have 15 properties in 10 years. It really yeah. is amazing. It's awesome. And, and we talk about like, you know, one of the problems when, you know, I, I can't remember who asked Warren Buffett, I think it was Jeff Bezos asked Warren Buffett, why do you think most people, they, um, I'm going to butcher this. And so if anybody's heard this, this interview, but the, the point of it will come across, hopefully, but he asked him, why do you think most people don't, don't succeed with their investing? And he didn't hesitate. Warren Buffett didn't hesitate at all. He says, because they're impatient. And, you know, mm -hmm. most people think that a year or two or five is an eternity away. And it's why people don't do planning. It's why, but when you start talking about this, you know, you have a, if you had a five to 10 year plan, it's, it's life-changing for so many people. And you don't have to be wealthy to put this into play. And it, quite the contrary, this is saying, okay, we're going to use these strategies to parlay the same money into this. And when I hear you talk about, you know, five, 10 years, you know, that hap that's going to that time is going to go by one way or the other and so well, if you can plan it out and strategically do some of this stuff it's i mean it's a game changer and and let's talk a little bit about right now we're recording this in you know the end of october and you know we're we're into the fourth quarter now and these properties we have people now calling us and saying hey like i just got off the phone with somebody earlier today actually and said hey i've got to buy a property i've got to get it it's brand new construction. I got to get it furnished and we need to get it into, um, into service by the end of the year so that I can take advantage of some of these um, strategies. And my question was, is why are we doing it now? Because they, in the conversation, <laughs> they told me they had a windfall in their business back in April and they've been thinking about it wow. since April. So they have plenty of time to do it. And, but they didn't plan it out, you know? And so a lot of people wait and they don't plan and they think, or they procrastinate one of the two, they're either impatient and they're just like, well, I'll just do it when I need to do it. And, 
they, you know, they call us in the end of October, that that's pretty tough to do, right, Mike? Because there, there are things that we have to, there are boxes we have to check off and T's we have to cross and I's that have to be dotted in order to be able to take advantage of this stuff. And, and why it's so important, why tax planning is so important. And so you, so that you know the road you have to run down and it makes it a lot easier than trying to play catch up. Because, Absolutely. And, and so, you know, and some of that is that 500 hour material participation. That's a, that's, you know, there's a decent number of hours. It's not when, when we start to unpack it, it's actually not that difficult to have, to get 500 hours of material participation, especially your first year. Cause there's a lot of things that qualify for that. And we don't have to get into all of that stuff today, but you have to be able to, you have to have that material participation. You have to have the property in service and, you know, have it rented out in the year that you're going to take that bonus depreciation, which when you start to like, so somebody listening to this today, you should be planning this for probably next year because it's going to be difficult to pull it off in November, December. Right. And so, and I don't know how often I'm, I'm curious, actually, how often do you get people calling you this time of year saying, okay, what, what can I do now? And yeah, are, I get, I get too many, um, mostly new clients. Proactive tax planning is the difference between makes the difference between being a victim of tax or using the tax law to help build your wealth. I mean, that's 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 the real deal. This time of year, it's hard to do much for tax planning. You should be proactively planning throughout the year. You should be planning for taxes two years from now. Yes, tax laws change every day or every year, almost every year, but you should be planning on them. You should be strategizing with your tax planning partner to say, okay, what, what's going to happen over the next few years? Here's what my plan is for income. Here's what we're doing. How do we mitigate taxes this year, next year, and the years on? And be in constant communication with them. Not constant, but regular frequent communication to make sure, okay, tax laws have changed. Now what do I do? Or this income stream in my life has changed. What do I do? How do I, how do I take maximum tax benefit from the position I'm in right now. Yeah. You got to do it. You got to plan it. And it's, it's exactly, it's all about the planning. It's not saying it's, it's proactive versus reactive. And that's all it is, right? If you're, if you're proactive with it, you can use taxes as a wealth building strategy. And that's what I'd love. If you took anything away from this episode, it would be that is to be proactive with your taxes. And I, the reason that, that I, you know, want to beat this, this dead horse as dead as possible is because I was that person that always was reactive. I was always reactive with my taxes for so long. And I've left so much money on the table, looking back now, realizing that that's how I operated, you know, cause I never wanted to talk about taxes. I was like, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want, I, you know, here's have my CBA deal with it at the end and just tell me what I have to, what I have to do. Right. Instead of being proactive and planning this stuff out and using it as a wealth building strategy. And it's not just for the wealthy. This is something that we can almost all do. And the only reason I say almost is you have to be, you have to be earning money to do, to do this stuff, you know, and be, you know, which is, it's only applicable if you're actually paying taxes. So let's talk about some of the changes, you know, we're, we're hearing right now, there's chatter about, you know, some tax changes coming up and, you know, and like you mentioned, tax laws change on a regular basis. So we're, that shouldn't deter us from any of this stuff. We take advantage of what's in, in front of us. Usually when a, when a loop closes, another one opens typically, but we've always got to be on top of that. Are there any changes you're watching real close right now? 
we still don't know what the tax law is going to be. The Congress has been working on it with the administration for seven, eight months now, and it's at a stalemate right now. So we don't know. There's, there's going to be changes in it. But we know tax rates are probably going up. So that makes tax planning that much more important. We know there's going to be increases in capital gains tax at a certain threshold, which makes it even more important to manage your AGI, your adjusted gross income. That's not a static number. That's something that if you were proactively planning, you can adjust it and keep yourself below threshold. Um, we know that 1031 exchanges are on the chopping block again. This is probably, I've seen it happen 15 times in my 20 years. It's never gone through. I don't expect it to go through, but people in Congress are asking for that. I think the important thing to realize is every time tax law changes, more opportunities are open. Some are closed, like you said, but every time they raise taxes, more and more tax benefits and opportunities have come into play. So don't be afraid of tax law. Don't be afraid of tax law changes. Use it for your benefit. I know most people, unlike me, who loves taxes, they, they hate that idea of taxes. It scares them. But if you can change that paradigm to think, instead of hating taxes, love taxes, use taxes, use them to build your wealth, use the incentives the government provides us to grow the economy, to grow your economy, to grow your net wealth and your freedom. Financial freedom is huge. And so many people don't have it and they could have it if they planned and worked on it. Yeah, and, it, and I think I think a lot of a lot of people just too quickly discount the opportunity available to them that they just think, well, that's that's for somebody else. It's not for me. And you probably a lot of people are probably pretty surprised. I know I know a lot of people are surprised that are in our group that we introduced to you, and they're like, holy crap, this is this is a game changer. I cannot believe that. I mean, their eyes are just opened, and and so I'm hoping that we can open some other people's eyes listening to this podcast as well outside of our little small network, right? And uh, because this is really exciting and and most people should be looking at this and not be afraid of taxes. I used to always be so, I was one of those people that was so intimidated by it that I just didn't want to talk about it and look at it. And realizing now that there's a lot of, there's a lot of advantages that you can take, you know, if you're planning and if you look at your situation and you're like, okay, I can, I need to structure things this way to, to take advantage of this over here. There's all those different fun things that you can really strategically do to take advantage of that and build that wealth. And so Mike, I think most people are in agreement that taxes are not ever really going to go down. So anything we can do now to take advantage of whatever's in front of us now is probably going to be more beneficial than waiting until tomorrow. And, to do it. and, and so um, anything on that thought that you, that you would ever share with people there? I mean, so consider the time value of money. If you have money in your pocket today that you can invest and put to work for you, that dollar is going to be worth a lot more five or 10 years from now. So by taking tax benefits now, you're already growing your, your financial freedom. Um, and there's also, I mean, we're just talking about one tax benefit that you yeah. and I are, are discussing. Yeah. This is just one of so many hundreds, if not thousands of benefits that may be applicable to you. So focus yeah. on them, spend time with them, talk to your CPA and ask them and your advisor. Um, you don't have to become an expert on it. You can find an expert for it, but it's good to get familiar with what's available and what, what applies to you. And for people who are into lifestyle assets like vacation homes, this is a beautiful opportunity for you. If you're interested in some other kind of area of business, there's going to be other tax benefits available for you. There's so many things you can do. You just need, you need to break out of the mold 
talk with the planner and figure them out and take action. Don't react to your taxes getting raised every year. Take action to take advantage of. Awesome. Love that thought, actually. Yeah, you're, you're so right. We've talked about one specific strategy, but there are so many. And most people are going to take advantage of multiple strategies. And the key is to be educated on them. And it's difficult. You're probably, again, you're busy. You've got your, you know, your own profession and you're, you're a rock star in whatever you're doing. And so it's critical to have the right advisors on your team and they'll help you become familiar with what some of those opportunities are for you in your situation. And so on that, I think that's a great, a great spot to, to leave it with how people can get a hold of you if they don't have that team built yet. And if they would like to reach out to your team, Mike, and have that free consultation. So we're going to put this in the show notes on both the, the <coughs> podcast and on YouTube. But if you want to look up Mike and his company, you can go to, or uh, it's uh, Pine Co. CPAs with an S. So that's Pine Co. CPAs with an S.com forward slash Vodacy. And that'll take you to a landing page where it, you can have a free consultation. It has some stuff on there about the short-term vacation rental and some of the benefits in this particular asset class with your taxes. But it's 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 way beyond just what we talked about today. Like Mike said, there's, there's going to be, and everybody's situation is so different. I mean, we could talk about so many different opportunities, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a high income earner, whether you invest in other types of real estate or other types of investments. And, and so those consultations, I would, I would encourage anybody that's interested there and seriously considering using, you know, Ted taxes as a wealth building strategy, and you're not sh quite sure where to start or how to do it and what team you can have, you know, Mike and his team, they're, they're just outside of Dallas and they operate and help people all across the nation. Um, I'm here in Utah and they do all of our taxes and we've got members across the country who, who they help. And so um, is that the best place, Mike, is pinecocpas.com and then forward slash Vodacy. Would, is there anywhere else people should, should go or find you guys? I mean, no, the website's the best. Um, the Vodacy landing page really focuses on short-term vacation rentals. You can look at the rest of the website. It covers other areas of the tax law and other types of um, investing and tax opportunities. But go to the website, schedule a consultation, and we'll have a Zoom. And let's see if we can't save you some taxes. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, listen, Mike, we, I always appreciate your time. You know, you're, you become, you know, a great friend and a very trusted advisor on, on our team and for a lot of our, our personal clients within Vodacy. And, and you know, you're, you're, you're making taxes popular again for all of us. And so that's a, that's a hard thing to do. I, it's hard for a hard thing to do to, to make them popular with me. So it's uh but really uh, great opportunities out there for a lot of people. And, and I encourage you listening and watching to go, you know, reach out to Mike and his team. They're, they're amazing. They're, if they can't help you or they don't feel like it's a right fit, or sometimes you might have a great advisor and it still might be worth reaching out to Mike and, and talking to him. I had, a, I had an advisor that I, I still like and trust and used for 15 years, but it wasn't, you know, he, he just didn't have that same level of expertise. And, and so we found in, we weren't able to find out, I didn't know about a lot of these opportunities. It was more of a reactionary type of an advisor and, and not that that's a, a bad person by any stretch. It just is a different strategy. And so I encourage you to reach out to Mike and his team. So Mike, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been great. And I know it's going to be helpful for a lot of people. Hopefully, 
I think we just, you know, raise the curiosity and for a lot of people to say, Hey, is, is that really possible that uncle Sam can pay the down payment on my, on my, yes, on my it's house? Possible. It, it is possible. And, and it's possible and legal, right? A lot of people always Very think, Oh, legal. that's, that's not legal. This is tried and true. And when Mike said tried and true, that's a big, that's a, that's a big statement in, in tax law. When tax law has been challenged and, and it, in the, you know, and it's gone through the courts and they said, yeah, that works. And the IRS says, yes, that there's case law to support that. That that's when you feel really comfortable, right? That's kind of that bulletproof um, space, space where you're like, okay, we feel really comfortable because this has been tried and, and case law supports it. Correct. Absolutely. And there's no reason you don't want to cheat the tax system. We don't believe that anyone should cheat taxes. We believe everyone should pay every dollar that they're legally obligated to pay, but use the tax law for your advantage. And there is a lot of precedent in, in, in the tax court system and in tax law that makes just what we've talked about very, very legit. And it's, 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 it works. It works. Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, guys, go find Mike at Pineco CPAs with an S.com forward slash Vodacy. And we will again put that in the show notes so you guys can find that easily. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. As always, it's always a pleasure talking to you. And I'm always excited when I hear the stories of the of the people just keep parlaying that down payment money, building those, building that that portfolio of vacation homes with uh, Uncle Sam's money is pretty exciting. So thanks Me again too. for joining us. Guys, go make it a great day. If you got anything out of this episode, go share it with somebody you know that like it, um, subscribe to our channels. That stuff does make a difference. Leave us a review and uh, we'll plan on seeing you guys same time, same place next week with some more great content. And as always, go do what you can. Make, take, pick one thing today that you can go do to build the life that you don't want to take a vacation from. Talk to you soon. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey, Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicey.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.